Welcome to the Living Spiritfully Podcast, Come Alive Edition. Here are your hosts for today, Paul Galoro and Catherine Stilo. Oh my gosh, Catherine, it is so great to be dancing to that song with you again. My love, how are you? Oh my gosh, that song. Awesome. Doesn't it just bring, I don't know, it, it brings back a lot of memories of our time with season one of Come Alive. And it just, uh, I don't know, makes me feel so good. I, it just lights me up. Amazing. Amazing. Catherine, it is so great to be with you in podcast form again. Uh, to our listeners, uh, for those of you, welcome to the Living Spiritfully podcast, Come Alive edition, as our voiceover said. And it's, uh, first of all, if you didn't know, Catherine and I have an entire series called Come Alive. Um, so search for that. It, we have the link to that in the show's notes so you can listen to all of those previous episodes where we talked about permaculture principles. And now here we are in this new form, part of the Living Spiritfully podcast, doing our thing. And Catherine, it's just so good to be back with you, creating content again. It is. It's great to be back together and it's great to feel the expansion of the whole uh, collective. Yes, yes, absolutely. I love yeah. that. How yeah. are you doing? Catch us up. It's been about a year since. Oh uh, my when goodness! Did come alive. When did we? When did we go on hiatus? Uh oh gosh, I I can't even remember. Um, yeah, it, it's been. I, I'm gonna say it's just been a wild, wild ride. Um, so it feels like so much has happened, and yet it feels like nothing has happened like time for me is doing very crazy things i'm losing track of it it's speeding up it's like just playing a lot of tricks so um yeah i've just been kind of like watching myself through this whole thing yeah you know what you said about time I so totally like, listen, I had no concept of time before, <laughs> but now I really have no concept of time. Cause like you said, sometimes it's super fast. You blink and it's like, oh my gosh, we're already here. But then sometimes it feels like, oh my God, we're only here. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so it, it does this like contraction and expansion feeling of like speed, slow, speed, slow. So it's yeah. just so bizarre. I didn't understand time before. I still don't understand, understand time now. So I just... I totally get that. But yeah. 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 It has been wild. Um, this year, my yard has been a little bit different. Let's talk about about our, our yards for a second. My oh, yard has yeah. been different because I have a, I had a bigger plot in the ground um, for my vegetable garden, and I also left a piece where I wild. I left. I planted some seeds. They didn't pop up this year, but um, I left it to just sort of be all natural. You you saw it when you came to help me put up my little privacy screens. Yeah. Um, so it, it was it was fun to watch. And I used I used this year as a bit of an experiment experiment with some of the stuff. And now I have um, some new ideas for what I'm going to do next year, which uh, I'm looking forward to. And you know, I'm going to be leaning on you for <laughs> a lot of like, hey, what do you think of this idea? And and you know that I love that we love the wild. We love the wilding, yeah. wild inside, wild outside. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you, you've had some exciting things happen on your end with. Um, oh my goodness! Earth. Do you want yeah. to talk about that? Yeah. So, um, we um, 
kind of took a massive project on at the beginning of the year and um, uh, my partner John um, kind of spearheaded this permaculture orchard and we the two of us planted probably uh, over 120 some fruiting trees and bushes um, so yeah so that like we're we're kind of um, nurturing that and and um, you know and talking about what has happened this year was a drought year so we had i mean beautiful weather mm-hmm. love the summer um for getting those plants established so this was like this was a big challenge and at the same time it's like okay whatever takes and whatever um uh, makes it through this period they're they're going to be t- like they're going to be tough they're going to be good and that and those are the ones that you want there so yeah so mm-hmm. we had um our own kitchen garden, which was super, super abundant. We can't believe that in this drought year, how much we got from that garden. Mm-hmm. Um, loads and loads of tomatoes, um, nine bags of raspberries that we froze, plus what we were eating along the way. Like wow. just just over mulberries, um, overabundance, like so much abundance. And what blows our mind is that it's really not that much space that we use to do this. Mm-hmm. There's so much that comes out of such a small space. And even though it was a drought, we have the the systems in place that help to capture as much moisture as possible, mulching and things things that we've um, talked about together mm-hmm. that, that just keep things alive. That's... That is amazing. You know, I, I I came to visit you that one day when you guys mm-hmm. were just starting and there it's that orchard is, I mean, I don't know what it looks like now. It's been a couple months since I've been there, but I just know that it's going to be so uh, just juicy and naturey yeah. and all that. Good. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to see how that, yeah. um, and what you said about even myself now, I, and I tell people this all the time. I don't, I don't, I'm not one for watering. I don't like to put the sprinkler on. I mean, there yes. were times where I had to, because yes. there was just so, like you said, a drought year. Um, but I try my best not to. And I still like, I got so many tomatoes, zucchini, um, Brussels sprouts. I have no, I, I planted them. I have no idea how they work, but like there, I'm seeing these little things pop up. So it was although it was a drought year, there was a lot of abundance that had come out of it. And like you said, I had a, you saw the size of my garden, but the way I sort of planted everything, it didn't fill up the entire space. So I didn't need much space yeah. for all the stuff that, like I had yep. so many tomatoes. I mean, I'm one person, but I gave a ton to my mom who then turned them into like crushed tomatoes for, you know, the sauce. Um, I gave some to neighbors. I gave some to anybody that came over the house. If there was tomatoes ready, I just handed them. It's like, and I, it was still going. Like I had to pull the plants out because, you know, we're getting close to end of the season. So, um, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, just, yeah. just abundant, which is amazing. Yeah. I, I, I love giving that those get those types of gifts because mm-hmm. they feel really from the heart. Like this is, this is something that, you know, we grew and now we're sharing. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's amazing. But speaking of the heart. Yes. Uh, last season of Come Alive, we asked the question at the end of every uh, episode, how will you come alive? 
Yes. And it wasn't until we had a conversation about this a few months ago about our language, asking the question, how will you come alive? And, and you brought to my attention, if we just switch that word from will to do, it completely changes the question. So the question we're asking this season, and we're going to kick off this episode with this question is, how do you come alive? How do you come alive? Yeah. Yes. Talk about the, talk about the, the difference. What, what, oh, well, this is, I mean, this is, um, I, I'm sure our listeners have studied all of the, like the, the being conscious of our language and, and um, because we, we, I mean, we often talk about everything is vibration. So the vibrations that we put out into the world, which includes the words, you know, especially includes the words that we use are creating reality these these ripples of vibration are creating our reality so if we say something if we say how will how will you come alive it's putting it somewhere in the future it's putting it as something that's always out there so i I kind of the image that comes to my mind is like that carrot that's dangled in front of um um, in front of a horse is the image that comes into my mind Mm -hmm. um and it's and it's something that's always kind of not within reach it's always elusive always chasing it and as soon as we bring it into the present tense and say how do you come alive it's like bang the power of this moment and 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 it happens Mm -hmm. and it also is action oriented do is more action oriented than will will is like it like you said puts it out into the ether somewhere but do helps you kind of grab it and embody it um, but what you talked about are that the, the our words being energy. I think we mentioned that in Catch and Store Energy, our episode. Uh, I, I can't remember what episode number that was. I think uh, episode number two of our first season. Didn't we discuss that in there? We did. We did talk about the the store like the stored energy in in that and and also in our in this conversation, um, it comes to mind as uh, conversations that we've had about. Um, and we've had very, a very similar experience with um, our titles and all of these have, have been um, challenged with um, what, what, you know, what do we call ourselves? And, and you and I have both said, well, I've been called, I've been, I've been called many things. I have been called <laughs> I many things. <laughs> I have been called many things. <laughs> Some of them nicer than others. Um the the um titles that we've held uh, as our positions uh, in in life um and we've never felt you know it's like oh i'm director of this or the, like it just never felt like something that described either described who we are and and it it never felt like it described who we are and it also uh felt like it boxed us in mm-hmm. so we kind of ha- i mean i guess it's kind of with a little like like nudge and wink and joke we have we have different titles that we call ourselves right so mm-hmm. what do you want to share <laughs> <laughs> why don't you go first because i'm like what title are we talking about <laughs> oh yes, yes yes um that that i i call myself a fellow spark of light on this spin across the side spin around the sun fellow spark of light on spin around the sun yeah yeah and i'm a sunbeam dancing through life <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And that to me is like more um, reflective of the work that I do rather than yoga therapist or 
soul coach or movement yeah. educator. You know what I mean? Like I do those things, but I identify as a sunbeam dancing through life because it's also a reminder for when I'm not feeling like a sunbeam, you know? Yeah, well, and because you are so much more than those other things will allow. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. exactly, as are you. <laughs> and on that note, how do you come alive? Let's oh. talk about some things that bring you to life because we will be talking about tons of different things through the season of yeah. this podcast. Uh, but let's let's just get right to it right now. What's what's bringing you to life these days? Okay. Um, nature and food. <laughs> <laughs> nature and food. And I think the combination of um, growing our own um, preparing what we've what we've grown looking for different ways to do those and then just just being in the natural world and and you know I have I I do want to share that over the last you know year two years there's there's been many times where I've I've kind of dipped and not felt so alive and Mm -hmm. and I've found that I've had to work at it where I think in the rest and in in the other years of my life, it hasn't been that much of a challenge. It just that aliveness seemed to be there. Mm-hmm. So I found that in this period, I've had to had to really consciously focus and find those things. And I, I find if I go out into the woods, if I um, commune with a, a tree or the nature spirits and um, that just um, do, does something to shift me instantly into mm-hmm. into aliveness mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know, I, I, thank you for mentioning that something that i kind of um i because when, when when you talk about like having that like having to really work at doing these things that bring you to life and, and keep us alive i get that a thousand percent but something that i kind of realized was where i thought i was alive before like bursting with life and all of that stuff. I, you know, this period that we've had in the last two and a bit years has given me pause and reflection. I wasn't as alive as I was just like doing. I was busy. I was all over the place that, yeah, it kept me going. And sure, I was alive, but I wasn't full of life mm-hmm. if, if I reflect on it. Mm-hmm. And, and, I think this period has, for me personally, made me realize, oh, there are so many more ways that I can come to life. There's stuff that I'm doing that is bringing that, but there's there's other ways that bring me to life, and mm-hmm. um, they have been they have been challenging. Uh, like you, I love to be out in nature, and you know. Um, update i have a little puppy in my life right now mm-hmm. so last time we spoke on podcast form he wasn't in my life but he is now and he's been taking me outside right like he needs to walk otherwise uh, he's gonna rip apart he's already eaten some of my baseboards and he loves to put shoes in his my shoes in his mouth and you know whip them around and throw them around the house but i gotta take him out but i haven't been deep in the woods because he's a little guy um as much and I I feel that it's nice to get out and be in the sunshine or in, in the fresh air, but there's something about those uh those trees mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that do do bring to life. So I I, mm-hmm. I feel that. Yeah. Um loop looping it back to um something that I heard you just say about 
um, you, you know, you were, you were, there were things that you thought you were alive and then, and then you realized that it was like, it was like the doing, it wasn't really that feeling of aliveness. And I've, I've noticed in my own life, there's, there's, um, there's almost like, uh, I'm going to call them watch outs or like, like pitfalls that there's, there are things that I think I'm like, I think the energy feels like aliveness and yet it's, it's not. And I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to throw like a few things out there. So like you mentioned the busyness. So in some, in several roles, there was lots of times where it was like very heady. There was lots of like rushing here and there and there. And yes, it's a feeling of a lot, like it's a, it's a feeling of energy, but it's not a sustainable feeling of energy. Mm. Like it's an, it's like, it's like an energy that feels alive and yet it's like, um, exhausting me so that's not truly alive and yet yet when i was in that i thought that was feeling alive until Mm -hmm. until i stopped that and started being and felt what it actually means to feel alive um and then you know other things that we can get caught up in the gossiping the drama like Mm -hmm. those give a very false feeling of aliveness but but it it's like it's like it appears that it's real and yet and yet it's not once once i unraveled myself from all of that and was like whoa this is masking that same energy that like mm. like this is a this is a, a pitfall or a watch out so yeah so it's interesting that you um mentioned that as well mm-hmm. yeah well very similar to our conversations that we had around uh principles of like using uh value renewable resources and services or applying self-regulation and accepting feedback like to me what you just described there were those two principles in play right Mm -hmm. reflecting and seeing like what what how is how are these behaviors or how are these things that i'm doing affecting me what are they doing to my energy levels but then also the idea of valuing renewable resources. I've never been a coffee drinker, but just in conversation with people that drink coffee, that need their coffee, they need their two cups or more some a day. It's like that, that, that input, yes, gives you a burst of output, but then it just leaves you like feeling depleted after. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I like it's like you you do it and it g- gives you that thing and then you got to keep doing it to stay up there so it isn't sustainable yeah. um and it isn't renewable either because that renewable comes from within right like yeah. going for a walk gives me that energy to keep going through the day doing my workout gives me that energy to keep going it like yeah you know so yeah. uh very interesting yeah now, sorry go ahead you were gonna say- oh i was gonna say um so another one that popped into my mind was sugar. Sugar is another one that's similar, right? Yeah. That that um, it's this false feeling of aliveness, and then there's that crash, and you're and there's a, a depleted period, um, which also made me think of. I don't know if you want to talk about this one. Sober October. <laughs> yeah. Because in and and I don't know if people have heard that it's kind of a popular term, sober October, um, but it's not. It's not just about um alcohol or or um what whatever um substances that we use um it's not just about doing that it's for me it's about changing up a routine Mm -hmm. and anything that is 
uh, what I, I sometimes get to periods where I feel like it's controlling me. Mm-hmm. So it could be TV. It could be, um, like the, the, like zoning out in any way, the stimulants that we, um, use the depressants that we give her. It's, it's, it's this conscious choice to break a, a routine that's something that's become just kind of a mindless habit. And, mm-hmm. and I found that when I start to do those things, I do them a few times a year, um, as I know you do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in that there, there is an alive, like there's a renewed aliveness because I start looking at, you know, different foods to add in my diet, mm-hmm. um, different, different ways to do things, um, different forms of movement and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. So, so breaking routine. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, it's funny that you, you mentioned sober October. Uh, it's funny because, uh, before it happened, a few people, including you have said to me, Hey, I'm doing this thing. Want to join in. And I was already thinking of, um, doing something myself. Cause like you said, we do our cleanses, uh, around this time of year. Um, but it was also something that I wanted to do with the Living Spiritfully Collective. So those of us that are uh, registered for Arise, we're doing instead of sober October because I, you know, I recognize not everybody. It's not just about drinking alcohol, right? And like you said, it's all about the ways that we um, sort of deplete our life stores, life force energy, um, and then how can we do things to um, raise our vibration? So we called it High Vibe October. Yeah. And uh, it was it was exactly what you just described. We avoid the things that that uh, zap our energy, and then we incorporate more things that um, bolster our energy and raise our vibration and give us that um, restored sense of 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 life and aliveness. Um, because uh, some of the things that you said, you know, we do these things. Um, to kind of like stuff things down Mm -hmm. and what happens is you know the life force is under there it's always under there trying to come through the the image that i kind of think of is um you know things that grow through the cracks of the sidewalk right there's like if something was underneath it sometimes even the tree's roots the tree doesn't care that there's a sidewalk there it's gonna it's gonna burst forth so that life is underneath it we do the things that kind of, of, of stuff it down. The second we stop doing those things that stuff it down, that life force energy has enough to break through, right? And so we feel that kind of boof of, oh my gosh, suddenly I have all of this life force working through me. And then the work becomes, now how do I maintain this aliveness? Yeah. And that's doing these practices. Yeah. Can we just talk about the pleasures in life? Mm. small little pleasures in life because that makes me come alive because I notice when I stop doing those small those things that are important to me and you and I were talking about this before I'll mention it in a second but there are some things that I do that break like just make me feel at ease and when I'm at ease that's when the life force gets to move through and it's the the small simple things um I was I'll I'll tell the story I was making um so I had a friend stay over and I said, okay, part of the deal is you, you got to help me make the bed before you leave. So she wakes up, we do the laundry, and then before she leaves, okay, let's put the sheets back on. 
background story. My mother was a nurse at one point. She used to clean houses. She, our house was always immaculate. I had to make my bed every morning. And so there, I like my bed made in a certain way. I, I like things in a particular way. My Venus is in Virgo. So Virgo likes everything neat and tidy. Um, so my friend's helping me. She put, we put on the fitted sheet and I like to have the elastic go underneath the mattress. And when she put it on and she just kind of like put it there, which is fine. I didn't even like nothing. I just went around and as I do my final check before I put the fitted sheet or the, the top sheet on top, I just clipped it underneath. And she's like, oh, like what's the big deal? And it is a big deal for me because if I were to see that, I, I would, that, and, and that's my guest room, I wouldn't rest and all that worry and all that stuff running through my mind will take my energy. Whereas if I just have that simple little, you know, this is Bella Figura, we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. You have that simple thing that just beautifies your environment that then makes you feel at ease, then allows that aliveness presence to yeah. be. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And in feng shui too, you know, we talk about even the feng shui of our, our, our desk mm -hmm. to have it clear of clutter because mm -hmm. a clutter free desk is a reflection of a clutter free mind and a cluttered desk is a reflection of a cluttered mind. Now, personally, I know I can work in clutter, but I can't exist. Like once the work is done, it needs to be tidy before I'm moving on. I, I find that as well. Yeah. I, I, I need, I need that, um, peaceful space. And it, it, you know, it, there's, there's many different traditions that talk about, um, keep, you know, keeping spaces that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, just hearing you mention about the, you know, the, like the, the Bella Figura and the idea of like, use the best ingredients, um, do, make each moment alive these these are you know some of the things in in tantra is like you don't it's um everything that we need is 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 here in this moment like like the meditation is in this moment it's that opening all the senses to being fully and truly alive and present in this moment and i uh, one of the quotes um the quotations in in the radiant sutras which um our, our um, exp an expansion on some of the, the tantric texts are the, um, awakening into luminous reality can dawn in the, the throb between two breaths. Mm. And, and that one just like that loops back to what you were saying about these, the attention to these um, making the space beautiful and, and celebrating the moments and and enjoying the pleasures so yes you know we do these these kind of cleanses and reboots at different times of the year it's also recognizing that it's it's a balance mm -hmm. so enjoy these things just i find there there's there's a there's a balance it's like i enjoy it and then oh has it taken over my life is it now, is it, is that thing now controlling me and then bring it, you know, bring it back to the reset of like, okay, now this is just, this is a pleasure mm -hmm. for, for me, mm -hmm. um, ending it in balance. Yeah. It's that fine line. And you mentioned it earlier. It's that kind of fine line between 
where am I in control of this? And then where is this in control of me? Exactly. Um, Cause I mean, listen, I can, I can go balls to the wall in anything. I let more <laughs> lots in your face right now, forever and ever. Yeah. Um, but it's not yeah. always good. Like for example, music brings me to life. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's an upbeat song or a slow song. It just, it, it makes me feel, and I love it, but I can love it so much that I'm literally listening to something all the time. I got my headphones on, I'm taking my dog for a walk and, 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 and I, I'm missing the sounds of nature, but I'm just, it's just so concentrated of music, music, music that it then it doesn't become fun anymore. But then also my brain is just like, isn't able to relax because there's always something going on. So again, it's that, it's like, how do we find, how do we do that? that intimate dance between okay this is too much or maybe it's not enough and how can how can sometimes it lead and sometimes i lead but never one being in domination of the other yeah i don't know if that makes sense but yeah 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 and music is that vibration again there it mm -hmm. is right that yeah, yeah. And the stuff yeah. that music makes my body want to do mm -hmm. it's a mm -hmm. dance, right? So mm -hmm. that, and that's why I love, I love fitness classes. I've always thought of fitness classes, whether it's something that you're working with a barbell or you're just doing like, you know, uh, high, low impact, uh, cardio or whatever, just moving your body with or without resistance, just doing it to music. Group fitness has always been like a choreographed dance for me, right? Because you just, you get into the, even if it's like you're doing your chest press and you get into the the rhythm of the the music and you're like, boom, 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 you're doing your thing. There's, there's, uh, there's something that the movement does. I totally understand that one. Yeah. And, and that resonates very deeply with me. I, I too, group, group fitness, the more dance-based, um, like oh god, eight, old school eighties like high impact was. Oh. <laughs> I totally was there and loved it. And then it and then I kind of morphed into the the more um, dance based uh, f fitness. But but always like the, there's the energy of that group there mm -hmm. that that is just um, kind of it's feeding it's you know it's feeding off each other and and blending into this beautiful yeah and and. Um, I've noticed that to move energy through my body, I, 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 if I don't, if I don't move, if I don't walk or some, some form of moving my body, whether it's yoga or dance or whatever it is, um, it, it get the energy is trapped. And then it's this spiral of like, and, and I, and I think, um, I found this the last two years because of everything that's gone on. It was getting, I was, getting trapped and stuck and then um kind of movement was limited and then and then that landed in my body and then not and then nothing was moving and then as soon as i would move i would like okay what i'm gonna shake it up with i'm gonna just go to a dance and it's like whoa oh my gosh like this is what clears things this is what mm -hmm. gets it gets it going again yeah, because yeah. it's that stagnant energy when that just stays in our body that over time will develop to like if, if you even think about it, like when you injure yourself, for example, mm -hmm. and then you start to favor that injury. Mm -hmm. So you're moving in ways that it doesn't hurt. 
-hmm. it creates a stagnancy of energy and, mm -hmm. and also, you know, scar tissue starts to develop, et cetera, that then affects the, the, the flow of energy. So even, and listen, I'm not saying if you know, you're, if, if you're injured, take your breaks and, and, you know, rest up and stuff, but then get back into that movement within your range of motion so that you can always constantly have, because life works in cycles. It moves in circular uh, lines, if you will, right? We, we, yeah. when, when we talk about Chinese medicine, it's qi. Qi moves in spirals. Uh, in feng shui, you want to have things, you don't want sharp edges because that is, is just, it's not beneficial energy, yeah. right? Um, so having that movement obviously will do such great things for the body and changing yeah. that if you're feeling kind of like slumped and just gives you that burst of life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then from movement is touch, yeah. like from moving the body, the energy around with movement, but then also touching, whether we're touching ourselves with, mm -hmm. uh, giving myself a foot rub at the end of the day or being touched by another human, whether it's in the form of a hug or a hand on the shoulder or a, a handshake, something where, where we connect and we touch skin on skin with another human, um, or just, just coming in such close proximity, you know, there's the, there's, what is it? 20, we need a minimum of 20 hugs a day. Yeah. Because yeah. there is a chemical release in yeah. touch. And, and there's actually a scientific study, I, I, offhand, I don't know which one it was and, and can't actually cite it, but there is a study that um, the uh, incidence of illness was, was reduced significantly. I don't want to throw out a number because I might get it not, not quite accurate, but it was, it was like a significant reduction in, um, or let, let me rephrase it, it's a significant boost in immunity mm. when when there's touch when there's hugs yeah um yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. any other things that bring you to life that we haven't mentioned yet oh i think how uh, do you come alive <laughs> watching other people come to life ah uh, watching like when when i've encountered people who are their authentic self living their passion that lights me up and I feel inspired to, to go and do it myself, like go and do my, um, think things that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I told, um, in, in the podcast episode, heart to heart last week with Crystal Eves, she mentioned, um, that the question that I asked her, what makes your heart sing? And to me, that kind of is side by side with what, what, how do you come alive? She said, human striving seeing people do great things is what makes her heart sing yeah. and that that what you just said there great great works of art great culinary creations um uh watching um high high performers um it's all yeah mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. yeah writing as uh, as a mm. writer and a reader I love when when you can tell somebody has written something that just they poured their heart and soul into and it brought them to life mm -hmm. writing that piece. You can feel that you mm -hmm. can you can definitely feel when another person loves what they do. Yeah. 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 And and a, and a good story. Yeah. A good story 
that uh, illuminates a part of humanity that then I can uh, relate to, learn from. Uh, that's another one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, uh, oh it's my amazing. God. I mean, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the time here. There's yeah. so much more that we can talk about and we will over the course of our, uh, of, of this new season of Come Alive, the Living Spiritfully podcast. So do you, do you want to mention some of the things that are making this season a little different than, la or similar to last season? Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel like this season percolated for a long time. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I was, we, we both operate in spirit led. So it was like, we're not just going to do something just to do it. It's got to, it's got to really feel inspired. And I, and I think we had a, like a breakthrough moment not too long ago, um, where we were, we were, and it was something else entirely we were talking about. And, and what you had said was, you that you look to the uh the stars for inspiration mm -hmm. and That's then true. it was like i had the realization i was like i look to the earth for inspiration and then we were like oh there it is it's it is. it's that harmonization it's it's looking to the stars and looking to the earth mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah and you know that 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 brings it back to to me what living spiritfully is about is being heart-led and the heart energetically, the energy heart center is that union between the physical and the ethereal. So the it's that space between heaven and earth, if you will. Yeah. And uh, that's the heart space that we bring here in Come Alive. You're bringing the earth inspiration. I'm bringing this, the heavens inspiration. And it is um, inspiring us to hopefully inspire others that are listening to also find what brings, what makes them come alive and i think we did an episode yeah. in <laughs> where we talk about using those intersections and that's where the magic happens the magic mm -hmm. happens in the edges where these two worlds meet and and then our big realization that being in this human form is that dance of of this intersection between um the animal world and and the and the divine and that's right. magic. Yes, that yes. is magic. So yeah. we're going to explore the earth inspiration and the star inspiration and play in the margins. And of course, we're always going to have our own work. Yes. So um, yeah. definitely things to look out for. So let's have a little homework reflection here. You want to share anything for homework? I would love to hear how do you come alive? Yes. So listeners, take some time to reflect on that. How do you come alive? And then go over to wherever you're listening to this. There is a link there in the show's notes for you to leave us a voice message and let us know how do you come alive. We may play it on the show or we may just listen to it and use it as a topic of discussion. Um, you can also go to the Living Spiritfully Collective at livingspiritfully.com. Join the collective. It is free and you can be part of the conversation there and not only hear about our conversation about what makes us come, alive, uh, come to life and what uh, you are doing to come alive, but there are other conversations happening there as well. So be sure to check that out at livingspiritfully.com. All that information is in the show's notes. We are meant to thrive. How do you come alive?
Spiritfully podcast is a Spiritful production. Executive producer, Paul Galaro. Co-producers, Claudia Miko and Catherine Stilo. A big thank you and much love to you, the Living Spiritfully community, for liking, subscribing, sharing, and supporting this podcast. <laughs>